0: This is a Hot Pie Original. Uh, Welcome to the Gray Area Podcast with me, Chad Fisher. No more, no more.
1: Yo, yo, it's Aaron Cheetah.
0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Gray Area Podcast. I'm Chad Fisher, alongside my co-host, Mr. Aaron Cheatham. Aaron, how you doing, brother, on your birthday, man? I am fan. You hung over? Be honest. Fantastic. No,
1: I'm not. Are you running. one of
0: those people that get drunk the night before your birthday?
1: Well, here's the thing. Like, I got to work tomorrow, so... You're like,
0: technically, it's my birthday at midnight.
1: Oh, yeah, we did that. You did that? I, of course <laughs> I did that. It's like, yeah, man, yeah. like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. I, this, that, last night was one of those Ah, uh, you don't get home till two o'clock in the morning nights. I Talk. I haven't I had one of those. I can
0: I'm not even allowed to do that shit anymore. I,
1: you know what? You gotta, you gotta work that daddy dick right. <laughs> okay, that you work the daddy dick. <laughs> I, just listen to your boy. Work the daddy dick. Next thing you know, yo, I'm gonna go do like four shows tonight. All right, cool. Yeah. All right, cool.
0: I gotta work on that.
1: Yeah, you know it takes time though. You yeah. know you still what four or five months. Four I, months. Yeah. No. Give it about three months, man. She'd be like, She'd be get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get out of here,
0: please. <laughs> please please leave me fuck. alone. See, yeah, yeah. That's that's that is So you did a show last night on your birthday, right? Uh
1: not I mean, I did a Wanderlust.
0: Oh, okay. Hit up
1: Wanderlust and then uh hung out with uh George Anthony and Jay Cotton. Yeah. Uh it was a, a, a eh, kind of eventful night. It was cool. It was dope. To be honest with you, it was dope. I couldn't think of a better way to like bring in my birthday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I could have been at the house playing Xbox smoking in the fucking garage uh or i could be out with two of my favorite people and just like so, kind of talking shop and having a good time we went to ihop god damn it oh jesus yeah he was drinking and shit too i had like two drinks oh because jay somehow got out of getting his round of shots i realized it this morning yeah because you know it's like it, it's hard
0: man i'm a comedian
1: well george was like he, jay was like check it <laughs> you know how white cotton is he goes hey you know what let's get a round of drinks. It's your birthday. It's on me. I got it. Let's get us around. And George Anthony goes, You know what? I got the next round. And Jay's like, All right, let's do this. And George goes, You know what? I'll just get the first one. So George got the first one. And uh,
0: Jay was like, All right, man, I got to take off.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's the thing, though. He never took off. He was with us all night. He's like, You know what? I think I'm done drinking,
0: man. They're like, All right, well, you still owe shots, motherfucker. Yeah,
1: like, I got the second round, (laughs) right? The birthday boy got the second round. Then, then it was like, yo, we're going to IHOP. He's like, all right, fine, we're going yeah, to right. IHOP. But he did, he did get IHOP, though, so I'm not even going to front him. Oh, there you go. He, got, he picked it up on the back end. Uh, Sweet, man. time. But, yeah.
0: <clears throat> we do a shout-out? Sure. That's what we're doing, right? Yeah. Shout-out. You got one? Yeah, my shout-out of the week is, uh, dude, this shit was hilarious, man. A funny-ass article. Did you hear about the Tokyo Olympics chief, uh, Yoshiro? I don't even want to try and pronounce the name. Do it. Yoshi- Say his name. Yoshiro mm-hmm. Mori. Mori? He's a former prime minister of Japan, said the board meetings with women, quote, take so much time brought up the idea of regulating speech speaking times i think that's just hilarious that this dude didn't give a fuck enough to say something so asinine and shit that's fucking hilarious but that's probably is what's taking so long for all this shit for that mean <laughs> are,
1: are we really upset he said something real he said something real what,
0: he something dude. Real. what an asshole though, dude. like who said shit like good on him that?
1: he said something real yeah. somebody had to say it I somebody guess. had to say it it needed to be said and he said it. I'm surprised he
0: didn't say something like, yeah, and they're always on their period or something. Like, dude, like, okay, we get it.
1: I would have moved there and voted for him twice. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> um, what about you, man? Who's yours?
1: Mine's. Uh, today's my birthday. Uh, today it's I like, turned. I'm shouting out myself. Actually, it's deeper than that. Yeah. Uh, today's my birthday. I turned 40 today. And I was named after Hank Aaron because oh, I was born on the same day as Hank Aaron. Oh, wow. Uh, and Hank Aaron just passed away. Uh, but. I want, my shout out is to Hank Aaron. Uh greatest goddamn baseball player of all time. I don't care what any of you say. If we if all that matters is hitting the ball over the fence, which for about 70 years that's all that mattered, right? Yeah. Well, how many home runs you got? You know, what do you do with the bat? Nobody did it better than that dude. I was named yeah. after him. He just passed away. I didn't know that, man. That's true. Uh, and yeah, we got the same birthday, so my wow. parents named me uh Aaron. Because I was born so they, on the same day, so they
0: didn't—they didn't know what your name was going to be until the day you were born. Well,
1: they had an idea. <laughs> they, they had an idea. They had it was an, like
0: if it's, uh, dude. What if it was like someone like I don't know. Well, they knew. Well, they knew that terrible. I was going to
1: be born around Hank Aaron's birthday, so they were like, we're going to go with Aaron. And um, I happened to be born on his birthday. And it was they like, were like,
0: Yahtzee. Yeah. Fucking killed it.
1: Fucking, I got five fives. That's Yahtzee, bitches. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Hank Aaron.
0: Shout out to Hank Aaron.
1: Shout out to the to the King Slugger. Yeah. Uh, you want to introduce our guest? Yeah, man. We've got an
0: awesome guest today that we're Let's super excited it. about. Uh, our guest today is becoming an important voice in the push for Medicare for all, the Green New Deal, and a general strike amongst many others. He recently re- released a satirical book called Yes, Queen Chronicles. He Also has a book called an Incon- an inconvenient douche, a parody of a parody, which is hilarious. Titles. Um, he is known on Twitter as uh, at Pat the Burner. Uh, he's a very thought provoking follower. Everyone, check him out, please. Everyone, welcome to the show, Pat the Burner. Pat Cody, how you doing, brother? Thanks for coming on the show. What's up, guys? Good to see you. Yeah, thanks for doing it, man. We're really excited. There's like so many things we want to get to. There's so many interesting things going on right now in the news and current events and shit.
1: Pat, you're like yoked, man. Like with the name, like when I saw you on, on Twitter, I didn't expect like when I saw you right now, like you're in good shape, man. Pat the Burner sounds like, you know, uh, a, a skinny guy, but no, you're in great shape. Look at you, dude. You're doing good for yourself.
2: Hey, I appreciate it. This It's all padding, though. Yeah. Oh. Take this off. <laughs> I'm two little guys in a big coat. Uh,
1: he's got a bodysuit on. Okay. <laughs> That's what it That's is. That's his interview suit. Yeah, got it.
0: yeah. I good to see him. you, brother. You
2: look healthy. You look well.
0: Oh, yeah. Thank you. But uh, yeah, well, we got- it's
2: deceptive because I've been locked in this apartment for like a year straight.
0: Oh so. shit, man. It's getting like it's getting to that point. where I was just talking Ooh. offhand with the push up game engineers. is tight at that point though. Yeah, dude. dude I was looking at was some uh, nice. I was looking at some home gym shit today, man, because I'm just like, dog, I used to go to the gym all the time, you know what I'm saying? Obviously, and then I had a son, and so that shit's very difficult. Now I got some of those resistance bands and shit. It's just not the same, man. I miss lifting weights. It's like oh, you can only do so many push ups, and I have done like seven. <laughs> and so, apparently you can know, only do so many push-ups and apparently that number is seven for you that's that is your threshold
1: your right now threshold? dude
0: yeah because i have dude when you have a kid i just want to sleep and fucking eat cheetos and shit you know what i'm saying i have no desire to i'm like you think your character is gonna go up after this my what it's is gonna, going down yeah yeah right I mean. no shit now that's true man but uh yeah. i'm like dude if i have a home gym and i just like look at it every day at least i have to like step over it that's like have a workout you know that's so. yeah no but uh, yeah, there's so much stuff we want going to uh, get to with you and everything, because it's like I said, it's such an interesting time in the news right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, we want to do. Uh, we,
1: got, we got a game for you, Pat. We play a game with all our guests uh, to get to know you a little bit better. So uh, if you're down, our game this week is called Oh My Word. Oh My Word. Oh My right. Word. So what it is, is I'm going to go to Urban Dictionary. I'm going to give you a word. You tell me what you think it means. And then uh, then I'll let you know if you're right or wrong. And at the end. Uh, you'll make a phrase or something with the three words you just learned. Wow!
0: <laughs> <Good
1: job. laughs> He's excited, man. He's fucking juice. I should have cracked a beer for this. Oh, you know. dude, you should have,
0: man. You just put some bourbon in that uh, giant, oh, I giant coffee this man. Badly.
1: Yo, this ain't just normal coffee. Dog, I was this gonna is, say it's, this is birthday coffee. Dog, I was
0: gonna say it smells like Long Island iced tea in this motherfucker. What <laughs> <laughs> like the fuck are you doing?
1: <laughs> um, and you guys will be competing for Chad's paperweight. Paper, paperweight. So yeah. if you win, this is coming to you, big boy nice Just,
0: yeah yeah
1: all right are you guys ready yeah here we go first word for oh my word dream creep dream creep chad you want to go first dream creep dream creep um talk us through what you thinking that's somebody that um dream creep uh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> say it again
0: dream creep (laughs) there's some dude that'd be uh like uh sexually assaulting women in dreams freddy krueger yeah i guess well with a sexual assault twist I don't know, dog. What the fuck? Pat, Pat, I love you how got? you come up with like these goofy
1: ass <laughs> these goofy ass phrases. Then I say
0: something, and you're like, what? It's Because it's, fuck? Al- it's I'm hilarious. Like, dog, yeah, because no, that's. It's hilarious. All right. Okay. I was going to say, you're looking at me like, oh, dude, what? Come on, man. No, because it's, it's funny. Like, okay. That's right. funny. I'm just laughing. Checking.
1: All right. You okay? Yeah. All, All right, right then. laugh. Dream creep, Pat.
2: I'm going to go with it. It's when someone in the real world who's sliding in your DMs is is so in your business
0: that they slide into your dreams. Oh, so they,
2: that's a good one. Creeping in
0: your dreams. There you go.
1: He actually got it. Did he really? Yeah. Is the, that it? The, the oh, definition damn. is when someone, you know, in real life shows up in your dreams. And, but then the, the chap, that's like a regular dream. But, what but the, the fuck is that? <laughs> to Chad's point the ne- next thing says, usually you want to fuck this person brains out so <laughs> that's a little Jesus bit of <laughs> it's your creeper yeah. but that's how they got there so i guess Uh-oh. you guys together make one okay boom we got one we right. got
0: half of one we yeah. got half of one. Oh.
1: Second one. Second word pat we're gonna go with you first on this one bacon cakes bacon cakes bacon cakes
0: Ooh. oh bacon like bacon like b bacon like b-a-c-o-n or b-a-k-i-n all right Bacon? bacon. I mean, I'm,
2: I got to think, cakes is is about booty. Yeah, <laughs> so, you no, know, that's a
1: real ass.
0: She says about booty.
1: I'm trying to think what bacon booty would be like. What the fuck <laughs> is bacon? <booty? laughs> now we're talking pork bacon. I'm all about yeah. that. Some bacon booty.
2: Woo. Bacon booty is like when you get a little peek of your grandma's butt or
1: something. <laughs> oh, I hope oh. nobody experiences that. Uh, I have. It's not great. Chad, what? bacon
0: booty. That's when you pound a butt.
1: Pounding butt, pounding butt.
0: Is bacon. It's just. It's like.
1: Like you need. Is that how you sound? <laughs> is that, is that That's how What sound. are you doing with the flour? Ah, ah, ah.
0: That's how I sound.
1: Ah, ah. Yeah. Uh, bacon cakes, <laughs> yes. making babies, getting your grind on without a Jimmy hat. Oh, Jesus
0: Christ. That's <laughs> called stupid. That's called...
1: making bacon, bacon, ba- bacon cakes. Bacon, oh, cakes. bacon cakes.
2: Bacon, like B-A-C-O-N.
0: That's bacon. A, yeah.
1: No, B A K I N. Bacon cakes. Yeah, gotcha. bacon, because making babies. Oh, Christ. Bacon, Christ. Ca- there's a lot of bacon cakes going on in quarantine right now.
0: Actually, there's not, man. I actually, I read an
1: article the other day that... I know, but it sounded funny. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. I fucked up your joke. It's okay, no, because <laughs> when the vaccine, yeah. then... Cake City, yeah. It's just Rihanna. Cake, City, yeah. cake, 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 cake. Yeah. cake. It's, oh, it's happening. It's gonna be a big old orgy out there. Oh hell yeah! And I'm coming <laughs> twice. Fire, <It's>, uh, <laughs> fire. All right, fired. last word, guys. Last word. Vaccine informed. <laughs> this is according to Urban Dictionary. Vaccine informed.
0: Um, vaccine informed. I don't know. That's like when you know any actual stats about the, of the the vaccine or any of the ingredients.
1: Pat, what you got? Vaccine informed. Can you
2: use it in a sentence?
0: (laughs) 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 Please, please. Can I buy a Uh, valve?
1: (laughs) Vaccine informed. Uh,
2: I don't think it's going to have anything to do with the current vaccine. I think it's just some old term or something. So I'm going to say it's like
1: uh, STD free. <laughs> there you go. That's the type of vaccine informed yeah, I want to be. Yeah.
0: Why don't they have vaccines? For I that? wish that
1: was my superpower.
0: Yeah.
1: Right. Um,
0: Dog, you're married. What are you talking about? Yeah. Is your, your wife just got all kinds of shit. Who
1: knows? <laughs> your
0: fucking gross. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs>
1: We got a long life to live, baby. God damn. You know, them nursing homes should be passing around. Oh, gross. Vaccine informed is uh, basically uh, another name for anti-vaxxers. It's a name that anti-vaxxers use to describe themselves. Vaccine informed. So the politically correct way of saying anti-vaxxer is vaccine informed. All right. Wow. So our three words were vaccine informed, bacon cakes, and dream creep. Chad, you want to put that in a phrase? Um, Dream creep. Bacon cakes, vaccine informed.
0: I had a dream creep that was bacon cakes with some vaccine informed chick that Boom. had hairy armpits. Oh, ew,
1: ew, ew. <laughs> ew. You were doing That's good. Gross. Hell no. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. Uh, Pat, you want to give it a shot? Yeah. Bacon uh, cakes, vaccine informed, and dream creep.
2: This vaccine-informed woman (laughs) started dream creeping me. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You had to bake them cakes.
2: You had to bake them cakes. It was such a turnoff, I couldn't even bake the cake.
1: Oh!
0: Oh,
1: (laughs) I think Pat won that one. Yo, that's fantastic, Pat. Glad to give it to you for that one. That was great. Thank you for playing. That was, oh, my word, right here on the Gray Area Mm -hmm. Podcast. Pat, you killed it, brother. Murdered. All right.
0: You're going to get this paperweight, it. dude. Yeah, <laughs> we'll send it to yeah, you.
1: We're gonna, we right. Yeah, we're going to... We got a pigeon. Yeah. We got a pigeon that... Nice. Well, if
0: you can, don't mind paying for shipping, that'd be great. Or, you know? yeah. or feeding the, the pigeon. The only, only thing there. in
1: my background in my little
0: apartment yeah. here. There you go, dude. There you go. A little splash of color. <laughs> yeah, it'll help right. out, you know. Uh, But yeah, we're going to get to the interview portion of this. Uh, you got headlines? Oh, shit. My bad. Yeah, you got headlines God, for damn. us? Why do I always forget the headlines, dude? Okay, Pat, feel free to jump in on this shit, man, because some of these are pretty funny. Uh, Yeah, dude. So the first headline is... Uh, hold on. Here we go. uh, this shit was hilarious, man. so uh, magic mushrooms started growing in a Nebraska man's blood after he injected them into his veins. what Dude, that's fucking crazy, man what yeah, right. This dude's just like perpetually tripping and shit. That's going to be, that would be awesome. Oh, that's just like, Hey man, listen, what's wrong with his
1: body? Why are (laughs) mushrooms allowed to grow inside of his body? I don't
0: even know you could do this shit.
1: Exactly. There's something wrong with it. He might be a plant man. That might be Dr. Bush root. Y'all might want to check into that. Who knows? Nebraska. He's
0: saying this guy loaded some mushrooms into a syringe. Yes. This is what it says. A few days after, after the injection, he started to experience fatigue. Then came diarrhea, nausea, yellowing of the skin and vomiting blood. Yeah after as the psychoactive compound of magic mushrooms psilocybin has proven to be an effective treatment for mental health issues like depression unfortunately a 30 year old bipolar man in Nebraska tried to treat himself by injecting the mushrooms rather, rather than eating them Then, days he experienced torturous symptoms and organ failure while the fungi started to grow in his blood dude that's fucked up that
1: is the worst trip ever that, that is dude. the worst
0: trip. yeah that's that is the worst trip like <laughs> I've had some bad trips man that that's is the, the worst, worst trip, trip ever yeah. like
1: I guarantee you, he never touches anything. He's clean and serene for the rest no. of his damn life. Like
0: yeah. it said, he, uh, the unidentified patient spent more than three weeks breathing through a ventilator in the hospital as he neared his near death. Eventually, a team of resourceful doctors were able to flush the toxins out of his system in order to save his life.
1: That was COVID twenty yeah. two. They were tra- they were testing that yeah, shit out. Yeah. He got COVID twenty two. They shot it straight into
0: his arm. Dude, that's hilarious, man. He was just like he just came into the hospital listening to that like Pink Floyd. They're like, hey man, we already know what's wrong with you. <laughs> this guy definitely injected some mushrooms. He just listened to Pink Floyd on blast and shit. <laughs> hello,
1: <God>. hello, <laughs> Dude, hello. That's
0: the only time I've ever listened to Pink Floyd is tripping on mushrooms. That's the only time I've ever wanted to, I think, too.
1: Man, that's messed up because uh, I listen just, to Pink Floyd it's not, it's for no reason. Shit, I really? listen to
0: Pink Floyd just because it's Tuesday. Well, you're whiter than me. That's awesome.
1: No. yeah, That's just diverse, baby. That's being cultured. What you got next? Uh,
0: this is hilarious man Berlin's notorious sex club Kit Kat club which has been on the verge of closing since before the pandemic has reinvented itself as a rapid-fire COVID antigen testing site that's fucking awesome man they're just like having (laughs) it's like hey is your business failing open a COVID-19 testing site and shit like you get a lap dance with every fucking you know every uh every vaccine the second one, you get like to, you get to go in like the champagne room.
1: I mean, I heard of sexy nurses. When you get the second shot, you get like. But I mean, opening up a vaccine clinic in a strip club—that's uh, hilarious. The nurses there, uh, I, they, I'd stay, I to, would stay sick. I would uh, stay sick.
0: They had to spray this motherfucker down with uh, like Purell. I'm sure.
1: Purell. Or, no, they had to burn the inside. Gasoline. Yeah. Yes, they had to burn <laughs> yeah. the inside first. I
0: love that the place is called Kit Kat Club. So classic. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. So you know it's classy. It's definitely classy. Yeah, anything. That's, it's,
1: <laughs> it, the Kit Kat Club's not like a place that's like it. It has a, a classy. Like look to it, but you know, like danger lurks. You oh know? hell yeah! Dog. Like there's something grimy yeah. going on in oh, the shadows they, in the. Kit- yeah, but go- I, but it's a good ass time if you make it out. It's a good ass. They're
0: time. They're gonna like steal your wallet and shit. You just ain't getting that bitch back. That's for sure.
2: Tell me, there's only two K's in that
0: title. <laughs> there is actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Good call. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sure. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's Kit Kat. Like uh... they
2: used to do that in the South. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything had an extra all the
0: K's. It's going to be hilarious. You're going to see like American companies definitely jump on board with this shit. It's going to be like, hey, come to Target, get a fucking vaccine, and you also get 10% off all fucking home good items. <laughs> <Shit>. I mean... <laughs> like, it. Yeah, dude, seriously.
1: If the yeah. selection's good, yeah, it might be worth it. It might be worth that 10% off.
0: And then the last headline, Um, this is going to lead into our interview, and it's something I want to talk about, I think. Uh, a recent poll found Americans are united on a slew of issues despite contentious election season, um, I think this is important because I think a lot of people don't understand that, that people, we see so much divisiveness in the news constantly like every fucking day and I think if you sit down and talk to people, which is what we're trying to do with with this show is trying to get a, a diverse group of people on here and everything that have different beliefs and show there's like a proper way to, to discuss certain issues and everything and also that we agree on more things than we disagree on, I think. I think um, it says uh, in the uh, study here Um, seven and 10 Americans believe they have more in common with one another than many people think, which is awesome to hear. It's awesome to, cause you see so much divisiveness. That's all you see all the time, man. And a lot of times this, uh, what's, uh, branded as like progressiveness is really just like, it's empty fucking words. It's bullshit. You know, like there's like I saw a commercial the other day that was like talking about racism and everything like that. And they're like, stand up and fight. And it's like, okay, what does that actually mean? You know what I'm saying? Because there are politicians that are, that have put certain laws in place that, that directly affects, you know, that disproportionately affect black people and people of color and stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's like, dog, we, we all get along. It's y'all motherfuckers. that can't seem to like get this shit straight and get everybody on the same page and stop making discriminatory laws and everything.
1: Yeah, it's yeah all, I mean, yeah,
0: go, go ahead, for it. Pat.
2: Well, I was just to say, you you look at the issues that are most important to people right now. It's it's there's universal support for stimulus checks for people. You know, straight checks to people to get them through this this time, and then Medicare for all. You know, even Medicare for all has majority support among Republicans.
0: Yeah, and, which
2: is you got to think about. That's a, that's a policy that every time you hear about it on the news, they're trying to discredit it. And still everybody knows how fucked up the system is that that even Republicans who constantly hear they shouldn't be for Medicare for all
1: are for it.
0: Yeah. I don't see how you can be against Medicare for all during a pandemic, man. You have to be like a spurt. I mean, kind if, if there was
1: if there was ever a time to implement it, this <clears> would have <throat> been that time. Uh, but we see now that more than ever. Money makes the world go round. So that's why that shit. Yeah. I mean, happen. there's
0: there's money and division and everything. Um, But the study said that overall, I think Ameri- the uh, the guy that conducted the study overall, I think Americans want to n- want not to be divided as politics are forcing it to be. And that's probably the biggest message of this poll said John Shattuck, director of the oh, John fucking, Shattuck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure you did. They owe me (laughs) twenty bucks. The findings, including that eight and ten Americans agree that quote without our freedoms, America is nothing, could be telling in an election that features President you know Biden and Trump, blah blah. blah. But uh, it goes on to show that uh, that like Pat said, that Americans are more uh, aligned than what we're being told and everything. And I think that all you see is like depending on what news station you turn on, is division. It's creating division between you know whether it's Democratic. Uh, slant or a Republican slant it's constant division man it's like the old Malcolm X quote you know it's like if uh, you're arguing amongst each other you're not paying attention to the real plunderers of society mm-hmm. and, and everything and so I think that that's important I think that's something that we need to reiterate constantly and it's hard because the way we uh, obtain information is from news sources that directly benefit from all this division and constantly
1: let me, let me ask you something who says that we don't think that we're like who are the people that don't think we're like because I, I, I mean, I don't I mean, know anybody who doesn't think that all. Yeah, America, I totally agree. You know, but so, I'm who, saying who are just, the people? Who are the people that don't like? Who is that group of people that don't? That, yeah,
0: usually the people that that benefit from it, like people that are, you know. I mean,
1: like, who are we talking about here? Like, that's that's what I want to know. Like, who are we talking about? Like, well, obviously, are we talking about the uh, the super rich, or are we talking about the people? Politicians, that, uh, Wall all, Street. Of the, talking all about that,
0: yeah, so all of that because they because they, then we're not paying attention to how. Uh, how people are being taken advantage of and how the system isn't working for them, but it's working for the very few. And as long as we're complaining with each other, you know, between uh, right and left and everything like that, then we're not paying attention to the fact that like this system is not designed to help middle-class or poor people whatsoever.
1: No, that's a fact.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I want, I want to ask Pat about. So uh, Pat on your Twitter handle, which is a uh, Pat at Pat, the burner um, you don't, just go in on one side you you you're pretty fair and you hold both sides accountable why is it that you do that and feel that way
2: i mean you know i'm i'm a on paper i'm a classical democrat but you know really on the progressive extreme um but i spend more of my time going after the democratic party because they're supposed to be representing our interests and you know what you've got is two parties that are ruled by corporations first and then there's any way we can get a benefit as people that doesn't fuck up corporations too much, they might work on it. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so I'm fighting to get Democrats representing us like they, they should is, is my main thrust on Twitter. Um, but you know, as far as why, why, uh, why you got these extremes and why, why someone like Trump comes to power and there's this radical, you know, everyone on the left is, is, is the, the villain and, and why we have such, polarity among you know that 20% or 30% it's because they really buy into their media source whatever that is so you know if we had a trusted press that people could look to and say yeah this is this is a truly neutral source it's just reporting on the news like they used to you know they these people these extremes the propaganda couldn't couldn't thrive in their little networks as much you know people would be able to point to Well, CNN is a completely fair source. You can trust CNN or something like that. But you can't do that now.
1: Used to, but not anymore.
2: Yeah. And and, you know, when people say that the that CNN is propaganda on the right, you know, people from from the right say that CNN is propaganda against Trump. Well, there's there are tons of instances where CNN just flat out lies about Trump. And I'm no Trump fan. Trump is
0: yeah. You don't need to lie about him. He's already a big enough piece of shit.
2: <laughs> yeah. But, but every time they do that and, you know, same thing for the left, like they, they lie about the popularity of programs like Medicare for all. So if you're progressive on the left, you don't trust CNN either. Right. Because you see that they constantly bring on these people that are, uh, they work for companies like CAP, Center for American Progress, and and their purpose is to push pro-business legislation under the guise of like sort of compromising between Democrats and Republicans. But really it's just a neoliberal, you know, structure on, on the media that that pushes things, pushes legislation and promotes legislation and people who are going to benefit the corporations the most. So I mean I have one example that I think is kind of kind of interesting and funny about how the, the media uh, shouldn't be trusted. Mm -hmm. Right. So one of my parody accounts is, uh, I have this, it's called Nate's, Nate's liver, but it's making fun of this media pundit, uh, Nate Silver. (laughs) Anyway, I, I took, uh, 30 seconds and I made this Joe Biden gif where he waves his tongue around like a lunatic. (laughs) Right. It's just a dumb thing I found in an app and it took me a total of 30 seconds to make it. So. I, I get off Twitter for a while. i come back and it turns out Donald Trump retweeted this thing. Really? Wow. Right. Shit. Which is ridiculous yeah. because, you know, how shameful that here's the president of the United States retweeting this dumb. <laughs> <gif with> this. <laughs> and it wasn't even one of my funnier tweets. It was just some shit I pulled out of my ass and said, here, <laughs> it out. Um, but here's where, where, here's where you see the media fuckery. Um, all the mainstream media sources ran with this story, not just that he had tweeted out this silly gift gift, they labeled it the first use of deep fake technology by donald Trump goddamn and by any presidential uh you know top level person in the world, my stupid gift <laughs> you made was it 30 dangerous seconds. threat dangerous threat to democracy <laughs> what? right is so so Imagine you're a Trump supporter on Twitter and you see this stupid gif tweeted by the president and then you turn on CNN and CNN is running with it like this is a threat to democracy. <laughs> Donald Trump is is making fake videos about Biden to defeat him. Yeah. So I would actually really turn saw you that off about CNN. You would instantly think, well, this is some fuckery. They're misrepresenting the story. Mm
0: hmm. You
1: know, yeah. I actually, I actually was watching CNN and saw that because when you said Nate's liver, I was like, that sounds real familiar. I remember as you're talking, I remember telling my wife, "Who gives a fuck about a tweet?" Like I was like, "What the fuck are right. they talking about?" Yes, I actually remember yeah. that.
2: And you know, just to fuck with him, I changed my title from Nate's liver to uh, Biden and Trump are both rapey. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to make it what? clear. <laughs> I wanted to make it clear that I was not a Trump supporter. Right. This was not about him. And, you know, there's a lot of allegations about uh, Biden over the years. Mm -hmm. So, you know,
1: anyway. If I but could it, ask, what were the other options for the name of that page besides Biden and Trump or Rapey? What were your other <laughs> options? <Yeah. laughs>
2: I, don't know. I tinkered with a few, but the important part was getting it across that I was sort of neutral if, on If, it. if
1: that's He's the one you landed you. on, I wanted to hear the ones that you said, not <laughs> yeah. as too much. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, that, one, that, one, that one will work. That's not going to drive home my yeah. point. Right. <laughs> that's hilarious, That's great. Hilarious, that man. Is
2: great. Uh, yeah, but then also to show you the way this thing, this is done in mainstream media. So what they do is, uh like MSM, MSNBC and, and and CNN they don't straight go to my tweet and talk about it. They talk about an article written by somebody else. So he, so what happened is David Frum from the Atlantic wrote this article about it. And then that becomes the reference point as cover for CNN and MSNBC because they're just reporting on David Frum's article. From oh wow. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. Um I want to talk to you about the $2,000 stimulus checks. That seems to be like a big theme of, of your Twitter uh, rants in the last few weeks. Um, 2000, it was supposed to be 2000. It's now 1400. Um, I think that this is a great example of how immediate like politicians lie and everything, because you've posted videos of Biden and the two guys that ran for uh, office in Georgia saying in various, uh, um, speeches that uh, it's 2000. Once, once we're elected, those $2,000 checks are going into the mail, going out the mail and stuff. Biden said the same thing. Now they're 14. Um, Can you talk about why this is important and, and also just how quickly Biden was like reneged on his promises?
2: Yeah. So the $2,000 stimulus check was sold before Georgia um, to the public that if Democrats win Georgia. And it was those two seats, uh, John Ossoff and uh, Reverend Warnock in Georgia. If they won those two seats, that gave us a tie in the Senate, which can be broken by Kamala Harris. So effectively, we have a one seat majority in the Senate. So it was really important Democrats win that seat. Um, so they they went out in public, all of them, Joe Biden, John Ossoff and Warnock. And sold people on the idea that you would get $2,000 checks immediately and then out the door. Warnock ran graphics that said $2,000 checks. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was it was sold to people as $2,000 checks. And I know people that were knocking on doors for Democrats in Georgia, and they were going to every door saying $2,000 mm-hmm. is coming your way. Um, so you know, we knew they would probably pull this, but they did a bait and switch and they said, no, 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 the $2,000 is is to bring the $600 up to $2,000. <laughs> so the $600 check, which was already cut to people before they made this promise, they are adding in to the, to complete the $2,000. So instead of 2,000, they're selling people on $1,400. That's crazy. And so, so and I'm and sorry. The thing about it is, you know, sure. A lot of people are going to finally get their 1400 when they get it. And some people are just going to go, okay, great. Um, but in Georgia, it was front and central, central that it was Mm $2,000 like clear as all day. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: And, uh, Warnock seat is up for re-election immediately because he won through a special election. So he, in 2022, he's probably gone over this already in Georgia, you know, just flipped to blue for the first time in in ages because of all this and you're disappointing them immediately. Mm -hmm. And what you're talking about also is you got a $1.9 trillion stimulus package for, for what they're putting out right now to increase the checks to what you said you'd pay people adds 0.45 trillion to it, which is next to nothing.
0: Mathematically yeah, or yeah something
2: yeah. like this to just fulfill your promise mm-hmm. um so it's it's a really dumb thing for democrats to be
1: doing i so, totally agree like who really thought they were getting 2000 though like we all know they're gonna do that like when they said 2000 i was like yeah i believe in when i see it so like who was really who's really holding on to that? who really like did people are really are people really pissed off about this in Georgia or anywhere. Cause I mean, if you fell for it, that you're kinda naive. Like if you didn't see that, yeah, they're telling us two thousand, but that shit ain't really happening, like that's what I thought. Yeah, we'd probably get twelve out of them. You know, right. like who's who are these people believing in and like are are they naive or or should we listen to their to their their side?
2: Yeah, I mean what it comes down to, like I mean, yeah, I knew immediately it was going to be fourteen hundred.
1: Right, we knew that.
2: Right, but but I was waiting for for someone to sell it as fourteen hundred. I mean, nobody sold it as fourteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Not once did the press ask them, "Do you mean fourteen hundred or do you mean two thousand mm-hmm. dollars?" You know, for such a central issue, you would think the press would ask him at one point. Any of them? Not a single one of them was ever put on the record as saying, "Do you mean fourteen hundred dollars or do you mean two thousand dollars?" And since then. Not one of them has ever been asked about it either. So far, You think there's a hush there order? There are on a lot of people upset about it. And sure, we could see it coming and smart people could look and say they were going to do this to us. But the Democrats have an opportunity here to do whatever they want. And they are choosing to not fulfill their literal promise is the point.
0: Is there any footage? There's no there's no footage of Warnock or Ossoff. Uh. Saying that there's it's going to be fourteen hundred dollars checks, whereas to the contrary, we have a lot of footage of them saying two thousand dollars.
2: Right. There's no footage. There's nothing in writing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. There's but there is footage of them all saying two thousand dollars.
0: Yeah. And then you right. said you're talking about like the lapdog media. Newsweek said that quote people falsely claim Biden promised two thousand dollar checks. That was like right in the open. That's just like running straight up propaganda. Falsely claim Biden promised. That's like oh you mean when he actually said that? Oh yeah. What the fuck was I thinking that I actually believed? The words that came out of his mouth, um, yeah,
2: but, and uh, they were actually forced to change that caption. Yeah,
0: you saw it, but yeah, I did. They took
2: out falsely after you know we all write as phrases think about it. And yeah, yeah, that's what happens. They do propaganda, and you know, they're doing propaganda right now, uh, saying that progressives are really excited about Biden.
0: Jesus Christ, progressives are I don't really, think not anyone, yeah, I don't think Biden. anyone's excited about him. <laughs> oh, I
2: mean, he, he may not be. Be terrible. Maybe some of us thought he would be worse than he's being so far, yeah. but we're not excited about.
0: That. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I think the only people that are, are the yuppies that fucking wear Birkenstocks and shit, <laughs> just like de, uh, like relentlessly defend this motherfucker. You know, that's the only persons right. I can. You but,
1: mean like East Austin,
0: East Austin. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, East Austin. Yeah,
1: in, in that ginger fat area, or
0: like Berkeley or some shit. You know, California. Yeah. Okay. Like Biden's the greatest president ever. We can. We know this, uh, but uh, Pat, you advocate for monthly $2,000 checks. Why is that? I mean, you got
2: a record number of people unemployed. You got everybody lost their, you know, all the people that lost their jobs over this COVID stuff need to pay for health care. They can't afford to pay for COBRA. COBRA is, is, you know, the insurance plan basically makes you pay for everything your employer used to pick up for your insurance. It's the worst. Along with the fee that you were paying already. So it's, it's, it's just criminal to ask people who lost their job to Mm -hmm. come up with
1: $2,700 a month. Yeah. I looked at it when I, when I left my job, Cobra was ridiculous. Like I'd rather, I would rather get a credit card and pay for something before I pay this a month, twenty seven, thirty eight a month?
0: Dog, you better be having like right. seven major, major surgeries a month. That's the only way that shit's even
1: worth it. Right. Uh, yeah,
2: but so so as far as that goes, I mean, all you have to do is look at, okay, our vice president is Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, when she was running for office, before COVID was even this bad. COVID was still, you know, sort of the, uh, and we're talking March or April, when mm-hmm. she was lobbying for $2,000 monthly recurring checks herself. Mm-hmm. And imagine after a whole year of the devastation from COVID, not having that position anymore, like somehow people don't
0: need the money you ran on saying you you would get them. Yeah, what changed between then and when she, and uh They
1: said no. That's what changed. They're like that she ain't got happening. elected is what changed. And that, she's like, Oh, like,
0: we don't actually give a fuck. We can just say whatever the hell we want. We're not held responsible. That's my problem with politics, man, is that like these people can just say literally whatever the fuck they want. They're never held accountable. And then when they do, they like make up some bullshit excuse for why they don't have to deliver on the promise that they that they uh said to everyone prior to being elected. It's fucking bullshit, man. There's no accountability whatsoever. You literally promise them anything they fucking want. Like I I've seen the videos of Biden. They, those two thousand dollar checks are going out the mail, and now it's like fourteen, and then only if you made a certain amount of money during a, a, a you know two thousand nineteen and everything right. like that. They keep moving the goalposts, man. It's fucking frustrating and it's annoying. But hopefully, well, like, like people are waking up. What's not explained to
2: the public? What's not explained to the public also is that okay, you know, it's a split Senate, but most bills ne- take sixty boat, votes to pass, which means you know usually you got to get some Republicans on board. Uh, But the way the law works, twice a year, you get to pass something through budget reconciliation, which that process means you only need 51 votes, which is the exact amount of Democrats you have. So what that means is they could pass literally anything they want twice a year. Oh, wow. Literally, you know, I mean, you have to get the Democrats on board, but you don't need a single Republican vote. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
2: So, you know, the the excuse of like, well, we had to work with Republicans and Republicans don't like it. You can't apply that to the stimulus. Mm -hmm. You can't apply that to the COVID relief package, they can Mm. do whatever they want. All you got to do is strong arm your shittiest dude, who's Joe Manchin. (laughs) You know, he's from West Virginia, one of the most devastated states. COVID. So good luck for him even trying to go home and say, "Ah, I was against the money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to happen. It's
2: not going to happen. And and if he, if he plays hard with you, they just throw some pork in for him. Like, Oh, we're going to build a new bridge in West Virginia
0: somewhere. (laughs) There you go. We're gonna transplant some normal people to West Virginia for you. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring a bus full of not inbred people into West Virginia. How's that sound? He's like, sure. All right, let's do it.
1: All right. Well, <laughs> welcome Kentucky to West Virginia. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They're like, oh, so you're bringing people from Tennessee? Oh, That's cool. <laughs> I'm uh, You got anything?
1: <laughs> no, I'm just listening, man. I'm just thinking, like, uh. I I just don't understand why like people like we know, we know this is a problem, right? Mm-hmm. And the people that aren't discussing it, they're not going to discuss it because this ain't really relevant to them. So like, what's the next step from here? Like we've had these discussions. So like, at what point do we move to the next stage and what is the next stage? Like, how do you, how do you hold? Cause the problem is nobody's being held accountable. So how right. do we, Get to the point where we can hold people accountable because otherwise it's just going to be us having these conversations amongst ourselves. How do we, what's the next step and how do we get there?
2: Yeah. I mean, ultimately it's got, it it comes around to disrupting capitalism somehow. So you got to disrupt the media. You got to make, you got to force, force CNN and MSNBC to cover some of this stuff. So at some point, you know, you've got people on Twitter and, and everywhere in social media land putting these stories out so much that it becomes a tipping point where they must cover this kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: if, if it becomes too clear to people that they're full of it, they start losing their audience. So that's one strategy is going after them. Um, the other thing is, is just uh, boycotts, uh, strikes. You know, ultimately we're going to need a general strike to get some of this done, which is people saying, you know, we're not fucking working until you take up the Medicare for all bill, for example. You know, and that's not even pass it. That's just, you know, put it to put it to a vote in the, in the House and Senate and see what people think. And it, it's the same thing. It's like good luck saying, oh, you should just live on Cobra instead of Medicare for all. You know, we're in a pandemic and everybody knows the need for health care. So what they're really afraid of doing is actually putting that bill on the floor for a vote because then it might get passed. Yeah. You know, so if you disrupt their their way to make money, and companies start feeling the heat from this stuff in any way, you know, that's how you start making these changes and, and getting people aware of it. Are you? Uh, but what, but what's going to happen when you have the first you know go around of a, a general strike? Is it's going to be downplayed in the media? You know, mm-hmm. they're going to if they cover it, they're going to misrepresent it, and and that's part of the problem. But the good news also is that you know. The public at large really doesn't trust mainstream media that much anymore. And the younger you are, the less likely you are to turn on the evening news and use that as your main source of, of news, you know, which is why you've got a lot more support for some of these socialist programs, you know, like Medicare for all, uh, If you just turned on the news, nobody would like Medicare for all. So why are we still why why are we
1: still relying on these news corporations for the information? Like if if it's so vital, why are why don't the people do it themselves? Like, there's you know, I I mean, and people like you are on Twitter posting stuff, but there's not a centralized place. You know, like for me, I don't really dude this, cnn is actually like nightly entertainment for me i turn that shit on and i fucking sit back with some popcorn and watch don lemon and chris cuomo talk shit i'm fucking done right. it's the best fucking sitcom on tv i swear to god but like when i want to hear real news i go to bbc i go somewhere else i know where i can go but right. like if, if why don't the people or why haven't the people just created their own where they were a centralized place where you can get information and i mean that way you don't like, you don't have to, some people don't know there's options. Mm-hmm. Like, but unless you say go to YouTube and look up this, that's my option. Right.
2: I mean, I think all that's happening. It, it's just extremely expensive. And you know, how do you get but to money? How do you again. get access to, to a main channel on TV that people are going to watch. You know, I, yeah. it's you don't, if you had a, if you had just one Jeff Bezos coming out and back something like that it would happen tomorrow, mm-hmm. but the billionaires don't want to, Back something like that. I don't you know.
1: know. But can we gonna... start small, like a YouTube channel, like this YouTube channel? You can see, you know, this is well, all see all the what happens with censorship. Yeah, I mean, it only that can only last so long, too. Is that so? Is that what the fear is? That if you try to take it to the internet, that they'll find a way to put I mean, regulations. They already in it?
0: are. Yeah, it's just like uh, like um, Pat, with what, 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 what you said, did? you talked about disrupting capitalism and everything, and um. When, when people do, then you see like they change the rules and everything like that. Is that a, is that. Yeah.
2: I mean, so you're looking at right now, just, uh, in the last two days, YouTube demonetized a shit ton of channels. So a lot of the YouTubers that are doing exactly what you're calling for just got demonetized. So yeah, they can keep their show up, but they can't make any money off it. Right. So, So, you know, I mean, how do you how do you fight that? Well, you go to another site. So Rothkin pops out and it's, it's sort of a YouTube kind of thing, uh, place for independent journalists and whatnot. Um, but you're always, they're always one step ahead of shutting down growth of independent media, mm-hmm. you know? So there isn't, there isn't one universal place you can really go. Um,
1: I'm going to say something that's gonna, that might sound dumb and please forgive me. What else is new dog? Nigga, I say a lot of smart ass <laughs> shit. You better yes. calm down with that. Why don't we just go old school? They can't shut down a newsletter. They can't shut that down. You...
0: That was stupid.
1: It's not stupid. <laughs> I'm it's not. I'm I mean, if like real talk, if if they're gonna shut down all the new stuff, well guess what? Revolutions were started with a piece of paper too. Yeah. With you know, a newsletter or something. Yeah. And you can subscribe online and get your copy of the newsletter and, and whatnot and, and then have discourse online. But the news can be disseminated in a what fashion that they can't stop. Is that not a possibility or am I just crazy over here?
2: No, I mean, it's not that they're stopping any of it necessarily. It's just that they, you know, how do you break through to the people that aren't as interested in this stuff as you and I, and like you take your apolitical person, they're not going to read a newsletter, right? They're not going to watch any of these independent podcasts or shows. They're not interested At most they're going to turn their TV on and, and think they're doing their civic duty by watching CNN or something.
1: Yeah. 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 That's
2: it. You know, but but like I said, young people have a different relationship with television. Young people don't go home and turn on the TV for news. They're on their laptop. They're hopping around on Twitter, reading articles. They're using, you know, watching YouTube podcasts and things like that. So that's the hope is that is that through that something somehow we influence people more than we are right now.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: And I write books, but <clears throat> yeah. it doesn't. There you my go. books don't get to uh, millions of people. They get to like uh, hundreds. So. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well,
1: we're it's, gonna get you a couple more hundred. <laughs> yeah. We so might. We're gonna. It's get gonna you take like, a few years. Yeah, loans. We're gonna get you so like
0: rush. four more. We're gonna get you four more. That's <laughs> our. That's our goal is to get you at least four more followers after today. Um, you talked about <laughs> the
2: immediately ge- or in like Joe Biden's immediately.
1: Immediately. Of, immediately like, hey. Months. Hey. They're coming, man. When we say four, we really mean two and a half. Come on, man. Just FYI, you guys are gonna split one book. <laughs>
0: hey, when when corn hey when corn pop sends them out, that's when corn pop sends them out. All right, You mentioned uh, just a little bit ago about a general strike. Like how fa- how fast do you think things would change if there was a general strike? Because I, f- I feel like that was that would be like one of the best tools that we can use because. It shows like, hey, we run this motherfucker, you know, saying like nothing happens without workers, without uh, the regular people. And as soon as that happens, as soon as I think you can get things changed within, like you said, you said like a week or something like that. I feel like it would be even sooner. I feel like it'd be a couple of days if they realized we were committed to it and everything.
2: Yeah. I mean, a a, a really heavily organized general strike where people actually didn't work until changes were brought up, you know, Um would have a huge impact and, and would lead to some changes. If we're not going to get what we want. You know, that's our government just doesn't work like that, but we're going to get some of it and move in the right direction. Uh, but how fast, fast we can organize it. I mean, the part of the problem is that a really effective general strike starts with a lot of the labor movements behind it. And you've got a lot of these, these labor labor groups where the people want one thing and their leadership kind of works with the democratic party or mm-hmm. kind of you know is is not as interested in in that kind of stuff um, you got some some labor unions are against medicare for all because they think hey we brought you medicare for all <laughs> you know i mean we brought you you know your health care coverage mm-hmm. like that's the one thing we fight for every year <laughs> and so it's taking away our power by giving you guys all health care there's dumb shit like that Jeez. but the point is you don't have the full solidarity you should from a lot of these labor movements um so you know there it's it's out there i mean most 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 probably are support in support of something like general strike but you got a lot that aren't so
1: that's kind of the the rub on
2: that um but it's coming
1: i mean like do you really think that'll work like uh because i mean seriously like i don't who's gonna i yes it's a good idea yes it'll disrupt it but like We're talking about Americans here. They're thinking about their bills. They're thinking about their family. They go on a general strike. Uh, They could lose their place because they're not bringing any money. You know, like you're asking people to put their lives on the line. A lot of people who are living check to check. And that's like maybe if we were all well off, that's more likely to happen. But like in today's economic, economical climate right here, like on the ground floor, like no, ain't nobody living check to check talking about a strike, you know? Like that until you can get past that, I don't think that what you're talking about can happen.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's that's part of the problem. Um, you, you've you got to get a lot of buy in for it. And, you know, it's unlikely that that something like this happens here. On the first go around, you know, you're probably going to try to get a general strike and you're going to get you're going to get a lot of people involved, um, but not enough to really shut down and hurt them like they like you need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even that, you know, it, it moves the needle a little bit. If we can get it covered by people, you know, if the press will cover cover it at all, great. Um, it's it's being a progressive is 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 a lot of freaking losing.
0: To be <laughs> <honest here. laughs>
1: That's you
2: know, a fact. But even when you don't, result, when it doesn't result in actual real change it keeps them from getting, it keeps things from getting worse. Like imagine if there wasn't this constant pressure to improve on things by people. So, you know, if we're fighting for something, maybe that's a stretch goal, that's never going to happen. At least we're not saying, you know, at least we're keeping a lot of people thinking forward instead of saying, Oh, we should, you know, we, we should let them cut our healthcare plan or,
1: yeah, no, no, I dig it. Yeah, for sure. You got to keep that pressure on them because otherwise yeah, so, they'll fall so back the pressure... in the zone and just keep on leaning on you until they break you, you know, unless you push back. So, yeah, I feel that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I mean, you, you look at the press and like uh, the yellow yellow jacket movement in France, how many people, you know, know much about that? I mean, nothing, you know, it, it's because our, our media is has, has consciously kept that out of their awareness as much as they can. You know, because then, hey, if they're doing it over in France, shit, we could do it here,
0: right? Right. They do that a lot, I guess. Like one of my things, obviously, I think COVID is real, all that shit, but uh, I do feel like it's uh, it was it was timed perfectly as well. You know, what I mean, there was like a massive civil unrest going on at the time. Hong Kong was experiencing some of the biggest civil unrest. They Russia had.
1: was starting a lot of people,
0: a lot of different countries all mm-hmm. over the world and everything. And then I think what we're talking about right now also is just like a general awakening in terms of the um, the upper class versus the lower class, the rest of us and everything like that. There's a lot of people that are waking up to how the system is not in favor of, of uh, working class people and everything. That's just a general awakening, I think, that's going on. And I think that this kind of like I don't know, man. It kind of like resets things a little bit. Everything kind of like, like you said, people are fighting for their existence, which has always been like this. Has always been happening in this system and capitalism and everything like that. People are barely been able to eke by and everything like that for for a long time, yeah. and it keeps people from being able, like you said, from being able to, from wanting to mobilize and organize and to go out and say like, hey, fuck this, we're gonna take two weeks off and show them we mean business because they can't do that because they're the got only bills reason we were
1: able to do it last year with a BLM was because. People were out of work. Yeah, they didn't have shit else to do. do, But like, but sit there, get informed and get out and yell about it. But now that people are going back to work or people are getting real tight because they don't ran through all that savings, you talk to them about a strike. It's like, I just got this job. Like, I can't strike, you (laughs) know, like, so uh, it's take, take for example. But I like I like his thought, though. I like your idea of where you're going. you got to do stuff like this, even if it's a long shot, for sure.
2: Yeah. And it makes the next time you try to organize general strike more likely, you know, that kind of thing. But, but forget about the general strike. I mean, think about the damage, think about how fast legislation would come up and, and we could get things changed. If all of us collectively just stopped buying Amazon products, Yep. you know, you could keep your job, still go to work. Mm-hmm. Your, your job's not at risk. Nobody can fire you for it. But you just stop giving Amazon a single dollar.
0: It's mm-hmm. a great point. Yeah. That's a great point. Just for
1: you to so, do it for a day, it'll fuck their up. Yeah, hell yeah.
0: Day. Yeah, it would.
2: So, um, but, but you, you know, even, even that, they're so protected against in a lot of ways because Amazon doesn't even make all its money from their website. They're mm-hmm. in everything. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. But, you know, it's enough to, it would, it's enough to, to change things, you know.
0: That's a great point. Uh, you, you don't have to necessarily organize to, not do it like to not go to work or anything like that. You could just say, hey, we're not paying rent well, or we're not paying. Look at Wall know. Street bets.
1: Look at what they're yeah, doing yeah, They've yeah. they, they've they've organized and they're actually manipulating and changing the stock market right now. I mean, they're not done. They've got other things they're going after. And it's like that's that is that's a stretch of what you guys are talking about. <clears throat> they're not taking a strike, but they're manipulating the market to to benefit them. You know, the same way Wall Street's been manipulating it to, to keep their thumb on us for all these years. So, I mean, it's kind of a, a, a form of what you guys are talking about, just kind of more of a behind the scenes uh, manipulating the money deal. But uh, those guys are doing good work over there right now. Sorry, there's a saw going on next door. Oh, <laughs> you're all good. Just go to that yeah. thought I thought somebody was dragging a table <laughs> yeah. through his room. Just- <laughs> it's like,
0: hey, uh, hey. You can just go over there and just knock some heads around. So, hey, motherfucker, we're recording an average podcast right now.
2: Yeah. Well, the walls of my apartment are so thin that I shouldn't probably say this on the show, but I farted one time and I heard my neighbors laughing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that booty sweat. (laughs) So there you go. Dude, are they sawing through your wall? Is they, that what's going on? They call me,
1: they call yeah, me Thunder Farts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, uh, that's great. But I want to ask you, like, how do you think? How, we're seeing this, like, people are becoming more and more aware every day. And you saw, like, with Robin Hood, they changed how quickly they changed the rules and everything like that. Is it? Gonna, is it just going to take like a succession of like these events that illustrate how? hypocritical the system is and how it's not designed it's uh, it's yeah, designed it's, only for rich people. It's opening
1: people's eyes right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. So like, I mean it's it just going to have to be yeah. like a
0: succession of these things to happen.
2: Well, in a big way, COVID is doing that. You're mm-hmm. seeing the the lack of response. You're seeing how inefficient the government is at getting things done for us. You know, you're seeing how how little heart there is that compared to most countries we've only offered, we've only given out $1800 to survive on for a whole year Jeez. for a lot of people. Wow, yeah. So, you know, the worst things get in a way is, is a bottom that you would hope to some awareness,
0: but yeah. I mean, you mentioned that there in Vietnam, they're facing a new wave of COVID and the residents are given fresh food every day, free tests, free treatment. Why, why can't the U S have that? Obviously, you know, they're
2: right. I mean, what you need to do is you, you need to at least pass emergency Medicare for all you mm-hmm. know, during this time. I mean, you want people to stay home as much as possible. You want people to have coverage, get treatment, not spread COVID. And you can't afford to bankrupt, you know, half the damn country fighting COVID. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are just the, it's going to hit the economy hard. You know, people talk about there's going to be a boom post COVID, you know, the economic boom, but that would have happened in the past. You know, there was a boom, I don't know, whatever the last, you know, kind of lockdown thing was. But now you've got people affected by it with like, hey, you got $200,000 in medical debt. Jesus. You think that person is going to come out of this and say, oh, we're not locked down. I have a job now. I'm going to spend a lot of money in the economy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right.
2: All of that money is getting funneled out to insurance companies and the healthcare industry. You know, it's the same thing with college. You got all these people with $100,000 college loans, you know. So what are they going to do? You know, they've just been, you know, they had a, a job that wasn't very high paying before COVID. Maybe they kept it, maybe they lost it, but they still got their $100,000 loans due when this thing sparks back up. A lot of people are going to have, you know, $15,000 in rent that they haven't paid because sure. they were enabled, they were enabled to stay in their place because, you know, eviction laws and things. Right. Uh, they made it illegal in a lot of places to evict people. So great, but they didn't forgive the money. So they owe you know, $15,000. Mm-hmm. You know, so people see that, like, okay, we really didn't do a lot for these people. And it's going to be really clear once they open everything up that all these people are really fucking hurting. The bottom's going to fall out. You know, yeah. So, you know, all of that brings an opportunity to get us closer to some of these programs because people, more people see the need to it all. You know, it, it's just crazy when you get a, a $3,000 bill for a COVID test or something, you know, I mean, is that
1: how much they charging? 3000? No, but some, some, you know,
2: those are out there that most people know most places you can get free tests and that, and that kind of stuff happens. But like, even the vaccine, you know,
1: I'd have to be the, sick if it was $3,000, I'd just be sick. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah, even well, know.
2: But, you know, this is the kind of bait and switch stuff they do. So the vaccine is free, right. For people to get, yeah. but it's not free to administer. So, it, your healthcare company can charge you for having it administered at one of these places you go to, to get your free shot. So it could cost you a couple hundred bucks to get your free shot, you know?
0: So, so that's, that's the fingers of capitalism and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I want to get into that here in a second, but how can, I just don't understand how people can trust like politicians that lie so blatantly. Like, uh, I can understand if, you know, I'm only, I'm 36 and so I haven't, seen like a a lot of election cycles but you start to pay attention you start to pick up on things after three or four or whatever you start to say oh like this is kind of the same theme with these other people they said they're going to do this and they didn't do shit you know what I'm saying and uh, we're seeing that right now but we're seeing it so quickly and at a time when people actually really really are dependent on this and so when Biden comes out and says you're going to get $2,000 and then he switches it to 14 and then says like oh you have to qualify and all this other shit it's kind of like I feel like people are eventually going to start to be like okay you know, this is something that is very important to us. Like we cannot survive without this, and you guys are fucking lying about it. And I think hopefully that's what's going to wake people up um, gradually. I mean, hopefully it's not gradual, but yeah, hopefully it's
1: people gonna get their check and be like, at least I got something. Yeah, not gonna give a fuck. And as soon as they get the, everybody's pissed off till that check hit their bank account. Then they're yeah. like, ah, he alright though. You know, but next time he better not do it again.
0: <laughs> yeah um Pat, your your most recent tweet I thought was it was interesting. You talked about um the ingredients in baby uh, a New York Times article that says the ingredients in baby foods are contaminated with he- heavy metals like arsenic, lead, and cadmium at levels that are far far higher than those allowed in products like bottled water. um And your response was, awesome, "Yeah, he said isn't capitalism grand?" And um, uh, that's crazy. I mean, yeah, just speak to that the things.
2: The things our government is supposed to do. I mean. Look, number one, keep people safe. That was mm-hmm. the one thing people always said about, you know, America. Is it like, yeah, we may have an lawyered system, but like, you know, all that protects people because you can sue for everything and, and that kind of stuff. And it keeps us all, keeps us all super safe. But then you've got, you know, lately you have all the boards for every health advisory, every, you know, the FDA, wherever you go, people on these boards work for Johnson's and Johnson people, you know, they the people on these boards are, are being asked to regulate their own industry. They are part of and and profiting from, you know, so of course the regulations are all gone to shit. There's, there's no, you don't have the same oversight from the FDA of testing food products you used to,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: you know? So we just think we have this FDA looking out for us and we
0: don't. And a lot of times that the former, you know, VP of, uh, Monsanto is the head of the FDA. So how how is there any oversight there? They're exactly, working for their buddies and shit. Yeah. so
2: I mean it's like you take California. We we uh, two years ago, two maybe it might even be three now, but anyway, we we pressed for our own state Medicare for all, right? Oh wow, same kind of thing, but just for our state. And we had, we ran a super high pressure campaign on all the politicians in the state to support it. Got them all on board saying they would. Um, California was able, and Democrats here have it literally in their platform, passing universal health care is their wow. goal. Yeah. Right. So, so we finally pressure them all. We got the bill. It's there. We have the people on board saying they'll vote for it. So Democrats use one guy as the fall guy who, who, through the rights of our, where our system is written in California, was able to table the bill. So one person, Anthony Rendon, with his sole power, despite everything we did, was able to say, we'll just put that in committee. And it's been in committee for three years. Jesus. You know, so so back to what you're saying is that like, like why are why are we taking it? Um, You know, you got a lot of people just tune tune politics out because mm-hmm. it feels so helpless. You know, yep. it feels like, look, like I, I was a big part of that campaign trying to push for state Medicare for all. We do everything we can. we got the damn votes for it, and they let one person table the bill yeah. and and who did who did he work with um who was the head of the democratic party in california then a guy who the a year and a half before he became the head of the democratic party the the state you know the the it's not the d n c but the state version of the democratic party mm-hmm. um he was a lobbyist for the pharmaceutical companies a year and a half before he became the head of the Democratic Party. <laughs> and Anthony Rendon was his buddy. Yeah. So so this is this is what we're looking at. And, you know, most people, they're not aware of that stuff. But if you start talking about it to some people, you're a conspiracy nut because they don't hear it on MSNBC. Yep. They don't hear it on CNN. It's not part of their daily shit. And they don't even care to learn some more because politics is so fucked and we can't change it. hmm. And, you know, I, I wish I could just sink back into that kind of mindset sometimes because it mm. gets me so fucking angry.
0: I uh, know, dude. That was me this morning. I was telling that to my girlfriend. I was like, dude, I was reading some articles and everything like that, just preparing for this interview. And I was just like, dude, this shit pisses me off like so much. I can only take so much. This is why I'm like a huge sports fan, man, because I can only I can't just like consume right? this shit constantly, man. I have to have like some like. uh uh, mindless entertainment, man. I can't just do this shit, but, uh,
1: well, what's your mindless entertainment, Pat? Like, so when you're not thinking of this, like what, what, is, what other stuff are you into as, you know, you like fishing, taking long walks on the <laughs> beach.
2: <laughs> I mean, outdoor shit. I, I lived in Tahoe for years. So, oh. uh, I'm actually in grad school right now, but I'm, I'm taking the time off. But, um, uh, I, I'm an industrial designer in theory when I, once I graduate, mm-hmm. so I'm making, making a portable kayak is my project and
1: I work on Badass. that. a portable like that. kayak. That's cool. Portable shit. kayak. Does yeah. that like, like compact and expand to, or how it's does it work? A,
2: it's a backpack about 25 pounds. You just can hike in and, and use it anywhere.
0: Dude, that's fucking awesome, man. Yeah. You're gonna make
1: some money. I've bro. always been wanting to get you out. The kayak. See, yeah. I, I don't even kayak, but that sounds dope. Like I'm on the next time you talk shit. to
2: me, I'm I'm praising capitalism.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's actually a really good model with, if you think about it.
2: <laughs> with something on that didn't cost eight dollars, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: right? With a um, nice no. California tan and stuff. Yeah, right. Uh, we've only got a few more minutes, but I wanted to ask you one thing that I've always that I've found uh, pretty funny during this whole thing is that during the COVID during COVID and everything, the politicians keep saying trust the science, but they only want to trust the science on COVID and not anything else. That doesn't pertain to anything else. It doesn't pertain to like uh fracking, drilling in the Arctic Ocean or anything like that. Uh combustible engines, uh engines, uh not uh placing restrictions on some of these uh Some of these uh, car and uh, fuel industries and everything like that. I always find that hilarious that it's trust of science, but we're still going to frack and drill right on coastlines and uh, everything. Since uh, just since Biden taking office in the last few weeks, he's already issued 31 drilling permits on federal lands and coastal waters. And so it's just hilarious. It's trust of science, but pollute the fuck out of the the earth and shit.
2: Yeah. The thing with fracking is that, okay, you can say. You can say Joe Biden's doing all this other stuff that's good for the for for the country, you know, environmentally. Mm-hmm. All of that is undone by fracking, mm-hmm. all of it. Like fracking permits, fracking releases all this natural gas that just can literally undo all of the things we do mm-hmm. f- for climate change. So you can't be, you can't say, listen to the science and expand fracking. <laughs> 31 permits. You can't. Yeah. Same thing in California with Gavin Newsom. He did the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And we're supposed to be this super progressive lefty state. And, and our governor here opens up all this
1: fracking too. Yeah, I mean, can it be that they're just letting these people get their last little money grab because we're moving everything away from coal and stuff Mm -hmm. anyway. So eventually there's not like your oil who gives a fuck. It's not going to be worth nearly Uh as much when we go, you know, to more green type of energy. So. Uh, yeah, I don't that, agree with fracking, but like it's not going it's, to it's got a shelf life, a very short shelf life as we transition, you know, well, yeah, because we're going to have an inhabitable planet.
2: No, we're we're, but, we're but phasing see, them
1: things out altogether.
2: But that's the thing. If you listen to the scientists and the science, we don't have time to gradually ease into these things. Mm-hmm. And if you have a program that's expanding with more fracking permits, you're not easing away from it. You're not even going in the right direction. So the argument about. This is a a stopgap kind of thing we need so they can make their money and then they'll we'll move into greener stuff. It doesn't really hold up when you're actually expanding fracking. Fair enough. Yeah. You're not stepping in the right direction. Um but yeah, back to uh what you're saying about listening to the science. So, you know, a lot of people have mixed feelings on opening schools. I don't I don't think you should be opening schools. It's the science says it's not safe, but you've got you've got a the uh Uh, the the head of the CDC on television saying we should open schools and not listen to the teachers unions. And uh, it's okay. If, if uh, teachers aren't even vaccinated yet, the science doesn't back that at all. Mm -hmm. And her science for saying that opening schools is safe is based on a study of literally two schools and it's uh, they're in the Midwest. And then they're, they're financially set up in a way that, schools around the country can't even do to prevent COVID. And so there's a lot of misinformation and she's out there selling this idea that it's safe. And that also doesn't take into account any of the new science of the new variants of COVID that are out there that are highly contagious, way more. Uh, So, you know, you don't have an administration that's listening to science like they say they are. Mm -hmm. And you also got a lot of departments where, You shouldn't listen. You know, I hate to say you shouldn't listen to the CDC, but when the CDC is telling you that and it's based on, on shoddy evidence and not even being discussed is what's happening with the next variant of COVID coming through. It's, it's really scary situation, you know,
0: so. And how they've been wrong or, or, uh, you know, changed their opinions so often the CDC being one of them, you know, uh, at the beginning. I mean, I understand like some information you were privy to later, but at the same time, this is an organization that's supposed to be studying this shit. You know what I'm saying? This isn't like fucking some truck driver. We're asking like to come up with some restrictions and, and,
2: uh, yeah, but, but the rush to open, you know, is it's about, you know, people need to fucking survive. So people need to go back to work, Mm -hmm. but really why they want to rush to open is that they don't want to pay people not to, they don't want to have more pressure on them to provide for people. It's not that we don't have the money. We have the money for any of this stuff, you know, anytime we want, we pass any of these programs, you know,
0: um, do you think Joe Biden knows where he is most of the time?
2: <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> he's, he's more lucid than I expected. Yeah, yeah. I, must think, get- I think they got his meds down just right somehow. Yeah, like, somehow. He's somehow. got a short shelf life anyway.
0: I, yeah, dude. You're
2: probably going to pull him in like year three and get Kamala Harris in there. I
0: was say that motherfucker shuffles like a, like, I don't know. Yeah. He don't ever pick his feet up when he walks. I don't think he can. He walks like a duck. Did you see him in the, at, the, at the inauguration? He was like a. He like At first, I, was, I just watched like 10 minutes of it. That's all I can handle, that fucking dick-sucking shit. But he's just like fucking- You, you really hate democracy. Doc, it's not democracy, first you, of all, what hate, we have. You really hate the pageantry. I hate oligarchy. I hate fucking, you know, you just, the you, system.
1: I can't stand Katy Perry and all them titties singing with fireworks <laughs> in the background. It disgusts me. Oh, how dare they have John <laughs> Legend that sing? Yeah.
0: <laughs> that sounds that. like a fucking. That sounds like fucking
1: that's a party. Who invited John Legend and yeah, Lady I Gaga? I don't like
0: that motherfucker anymore. Do, what did he John do to Legend? you? John
1: Legend. I don't know. His
0: voice just annoys the shit out of me, and his wife's fucking annoying as shit. but but anyways Biden was like Biden like ran over to a couple people to see him and you could tell at first he's like yeah like he was probably impressed with himself like holy shit I'm running and everything and he tried to do it a second time and then like he got halfway there and stopped and the third time he just walked over I was like this motherfucker he can't even jog like fucking it was definitely past his bedtime yeah I was gonna say it was like it was like 3pm so it was definitely past Oreos and milk time and shit you know so
1: Big J gotta get them naps in now (laughs) Big
0: J B yeah eat your
1: pudding but uh <laughs> uh,
0: in conclusion, Pat, like, what, would you, what do you think it what it is? Uh, what do you think the next step is? What do you think we need to do in order to overcome some of the shit that we're seeing right now? And for people to take back some of the power that we've lost during this pandemic and also hopefully, you know, pull themselves up because a lot of people are financially ruined bec- during uh, because of this pandemic.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would say, first off, you know, uh, help people in your local community if you can. So, you know, like when the stimulus check comes out for people ask your wealthy friends to donate it locally. Don't give it to some national organization. Don't, you know, just find some local group that you can help people with. So, uh, local mutual aid is, is, is a big, big key to this stuff. And there are a lot of programs people can find locally to help with some of these things. Um, so, you know, direct them to, to somebody who knows, um, if you can find them <laughs> yeah right but what we can do is just raise awareness and all this stuff you know yeah. have
0: reasonable discussions with people that are open to reasonable discussions because because that's an important uh tool in this fight is information obviously it's probably one of if not yeah. the most important tool is that we need to make people more aware of this and then we're seeing like uh all the mainstream news sources are having like record low uh, viewership and everything like that like you said people are getting their information and their news from other sources now from third-party sources and um, politically, I, th- I guess you're, you're saying just like people just need to be more aware and and hold their politicians accountable for what the things that they're saying and promising as well, right?
2: Yeah, but we need to rally more more people to those positions because, like I said, that you're not going to turn on CNN and see anything promoting yeah aggressive stuff. You're not going to see CNN suddenly go, you know what? Medicare for all is good.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's when they're gonna happen. their number so, one advertisers are uh, at pharmaceutical industry and everything,
2: right? Yeah. So, you know, we need to tell people Medicare for All, you know, even Republicans ran a study trying to smear Medicare for All. Uh, There's a group called Americanist Group. Uh, That's what they do is they finance these studies and they try to get evidence that you know, everything should be Republican, you know, this stuff's too expensive. Well, they found that it saved trillions of dollars. Oh shit. (laughs) They're like, oops. So covering (laughs) covering everyone in the country, (laughs) every single person, expanding it to dental coverage, giving Mm -hmm. every person dental coverage, giving them uh, no deductibles, uh, no Mm copays. that system is cheaper than the system we have. Mm -hmm. And so when you get that information to people and they believe you, it's it's pretty easy to look at it and say, Oh, you know, this is something people should support.
1: That's you discouraging. The, that fact is discouraging. What's that? That that there are plans out there that cover more that cost less. It's mm-hmm. discouraging that we continue on the same path that, that when there's evidence that no, there's a better way to do this that's cheaper. Yeah. You know, like the yeah, veggie. I mean, burn. Like All these countries
2: yeah. doing it. Yeah. You know, we're the last oh. big industrialized country not providing healthcare to its citizens.
0: <laughs> that's absurd. Um, yeah. So, yeah.
2: So that's the thing that Republicans can relate to. Everybody can relate to it. You know, especially healthcare. care. Everybody know if you got health insurance, if you've ever had to use it, you know, you're getting ripped off.
1: You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, that's true. Fact.
0: But I agree with what Pat said is uh, it's about community. It's about um, uh, local efforts and everything, because uh, I think that that's one of be one of the biggest ways that we can uh, overcome a lot of this shit and defeat this system is by producing a system. In competition with that, that provides for people, that helps provide for people. Um, like uh, Pat said, if you, if you get a stimulus check and it's not something you actually need or whatever, find a ways to donate that. I mean, like uh, food banks, I think are a good good place, but also like places that provide sustainable solutions, uh, pay, uh, community gardens and stuff like that. Places that make people less reliant on the system, I think are gonna be very important in the next coming years.
1: Man, I think you guys are onto something with the local thing, man, But the way I see it is if you build your own utopia locally, whatever else is going on in the world doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, yeah. If you can, you know, build the community that you yeah. want to live in, the way that you want to live, a community that supports all these mm-hmm. things you're talking about, then it doesn't matter what the hell's going on. They yeah. can do they can send out checks, do whatever they want. But if you have a place that look my community looks after me, mm-hmm. you know, then that still exists here. It yeah. still exists, but you have to find a place and, and make it your own, control your own local area, and then, who knows, you might produce the next person to go off and yeah, make those changes.
0: That's a great point. You know? Yeah.
1: Pat, uh, we really appreciate you coming on the show, brother. This is a very interesting
0: discussion. Um, uh, I'm going to let people know they can find you on Twitter, at Pat Burner. Pat, P-A-T-T-H-E-B-E-R-N-E-R. Is there any other uh, social media or anything like that you want to direct people towards? Uh,
2: just the book. You can get the book at yeah. Savage and Pat.com.
0: Yeah, you have a you have the book beside you, don't you? Can you hold that up for everyone?
2: So I I'm only funny in writing usually, but (laughs) this is a satire. Yeah, and it's it's the ass Queen Chronicles. Get that light off it. Yeah. But the idea is that it's written as uh it's covering a fictional forum where all these shit libs
0: and yeah just yes cleaning all day
2: they all get together and talk about politics but yeah of shit and it's it's meant to be funny and you you know you talk about how depressing it is to talk about this stuff that's kind of why i wrote yeah. i got into the parody game with with politics it's, that's awesome it's an easy read. You give it to someone and and they walk away with it without knowing they learned a lot of shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I would like to see that. Cause I see so many people that are just a uh, Kamala Harris, like bots pretty much that anytime you say anything critical about like her, uh, uh, her views or whatnot or what she plans to do to help people and everything they're just like oh don't be jealous just because she's got great fucking high heels and she wore the shit out of that pantsuit it's like no one gives a shit about that no one's talking about that we want actual change motherfucker so uh, yeah and
2: what what they'll say with her is that you know they don't want you calling her the top cop
0: yeah 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 even though though she was that's
2: both sexist and racist.
0: Oh, how meanwhile, dare you?
2: when she when she ran for office here, she always called herself California's top cop.
0: Yeah. It's funny how they just switched shit. They they change the go, they move the goalposts every time, man. Yeah. It's hilarious. But uh Pat, what they, the, yeah, what a thank. Go ahead.
1: It was a pleasure, Pat. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on the show, man. We want to thank Great Pat conversation
0: for being on the show. Likewise, um, I appreciate it. You can find us on Instagram at podcast the gray area. Uh. Twitter at podcast gray area Boom. Facebook.com backslash the gray area podcast what? Uh, check us out on hot pie uh-huh. also check out uh, hot pie uh, our producers here they have so many different awesome interesting uh, podcasts that you can check out it's not just us I mean we are fresh daily. daily son yeah check out the hot pie media YouTube uh, account as well with uh-huh. all, these, all, all these badass shows they got check on out
1: the, strong the Amy Edwards show they got yeah. a bunch of good ones shout Chronicles. out to big Dan we big Dan's Garage? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Playground. Playground. My
0: Playground. bad, That's a garage. No, what the no. Fuck? <laughs> What's going on in the garage? <laughs> What's going on in the garage? No. <laughs> Playground, garage. It's the same Oh, shit. shit. But thank you guys yeah, for tuning for in on. to
1: another episode of the Gray Area Podcast. Thank you for letting us be us. For Chad, I'm Cheatham. And until next time, here's Mud and Yass.
0: Peace. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home on the web at
1: hotpiemedia.com the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.